Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. The brain is our most powerful tool, but we don't understand it. What if you could harness the power of this magnificent biological supercomputer in an instant? Well, my guest today is Donna Blevins. She says you can do that. She knows that you can tap into this potential and be the best version of yourself, confident, authentic, and totally in control. And she's going to tell us how. Are you ready to meet her? Donna Blevins went back to school at the age of 58 to earn her doctorate in metaphysical coaching. She's a mind shift coach, motivational speaker, and international professional poker player. And she used her mind shift exercises to accelerate her miraculous recovery from a life-threatening stroke. Her innovative game-based brain retraining techniques help people on multiple levels, including wounded warriors suffering from PTSD and traumatic brain injury. And that earned her the recognition award from the United States Department of Veteran Affairs. You can find out more about Donna and her work at MindShiftOnDemand.com. Donna, welcome to Out of the Fog. Karen, thank you so much. I am honored to be here and ecstatic about sharing time with you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. So let's dive into this. Now, you've said that the body is the vehicle and the mind is the driver. That's fascinating and kind of tricky to me. What do you mean? Say more about that. I think most of our life, we are an unwitting passenger rather than being the driver Mm -hmm. because we go into that reactive mode. And when we become aware in the moment of what's happening around us, in that very moment, we can change what's happening. Because when we go to the point of being proactive, taking conscious continual action, we can dramatically change our life in a short period of time rather than needing to go to therapy for years. Hmm. So what do you mean by mind shift? Thinking differently. It's how we spend our life reacting to what's going on around us. It's let's take an illness rather than buying into that illness and becoming it because when we focus on it we become worse I mean how many times do you see on social media people talking about some illness that they have do you see that a lot yeah and what do they get they get all this this sympathy sympathy and and it seems to they talk about getting worse when people have pain 
their pain gets worse when they focus on the pain. I was actually asked just after the book Mind Shift on Demand was published to speak to a group of veterans who had chronic pain. And the head of the pain clinic at the VA hospital in Tampa asked me if my mind shifting exercises would help with pain. And I said, I don't know. I've never done that with just pain, but let's give it a try. I'm willing to to volunteer because I volunteer there. And I said, I'd be happy to do that. What I discovered was that even chronic pain can be changed in as short as 90 seconds when you change the way you are thinking. And that was astonishing to me that it should have that much impact. When we were going through a a mind shift exercise that people have begun calling my signature mind shift exercise, which is, hmm, isn't that interesting? I asked them to rate where they were in relationship to pain. And you can do this with any, any method that Anything that you're dealing with, any stress, any situation that's giving you anxiety, depression, whatever it is, bring that to mind. But you want to rate where you are because, frankly, Karen, we need to have things that are quantitative. We need to be able to measure things or we don't believe they work. Right. You know, there's that, that logical mind that everyone has some of that. Some have very few, <laughs> a little of that, but we do have some logical mind. So ask them to rate where they were and most were eights, sevens, eights, nines on the pain scale. Zero is nothing. Ten is awful. And it's a simple process of rating where you are to begin with. Then the first step is simply to forgive yourself for being there because we are our own worst enemy. And then ask this situation to, in your minds, I close your eyes and I always suggest that if you are driving, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) If you are doing something critical, please don't close your eyes. If you are driving and you can pull over, please do that because taking a few minutes to go through a simple mind shift can work quickly if you take some time for yourself and we take so little time for ourselves. So bring the situation to mind and ask it to show itself because you want it to take a three-dimensional form because anything that's bothering us, even pain, is out there and all around us. But when we see it in our mind's eye in a three di- in a three dimension, it has boundaries. It is no longer out there and all consuming us. And when we do that and ask it to show itself, it's odd. It seems to get smaller. It seems to lose power over us. Now, if visualization is a challenge that you might have when something comes to mind, just give it a name, give it a word, and then look at the word. And whatever the word is that relates to it, that can be its three-dimensional form in that moment. And notice it. And in your mind's eye, with your eyes, with your eyes closed, just step back one step from it ah, and just notice it and as you do you're disconnecting from it you are no longer fueling it because where we focus where we direct our intuition where we direct our concentration we empower it but when you step back from it you are disconnecting and you're no longer fueling it and oh, it's moving away from you It, whatever it is, is fading. And then you say to yourself out loud, out loud's wonderful. 
if you're someplace in public, you can say it to yourself. Even people that I've shared this with end up saying it mm, all the time. <laughs> but just say, hmm, isn't that interesting? And even if you say it with a smile on your face, all of a sudden, wow, it moves further and further away from you. And then just notice and set in that point, that spot, that space that is safe of allowing it to move away. And then open your eyes and look up and to the right. Pivot your entire body to the right. Continue looking up and ask, where would I rather be? Hmm. Now, what you have done in that moment is you have asked your subconscious mind a question that it can go about answering. There's no need for you to answer it consciously because you are effectively giving your subconscious mind a code modifier to start modifying that that software that we have diluted and corrupted all throughout our lives by the way that we think. So this is the way to do that. And it was in that instant with the the veterans in the pain clinic there were two out of 13 that nearly jumped out of their chair and said they went from an eight to a three in 90 seconds wow wow why do you look up and to the right you look up and to the right because first of all you want to engage a physical aspect of these procedures because rather than sitting there very very quietly in meditation and meditation is wonderful please understand this is what I do is I want to be sure I'm not dissing meditation but my coaching clients have told me over the years that, that my my mind shift exercises are like yoga and meditation on steroids <laughs> because they're they're fast but you're looking up and to the right and then you're pivoting your body because again you're putting more physical movement into it because just by doing that activates other parts of your brain and when you look up and to the right you're activating the creative part of your brain that that right the creative part of your brain and that's accessing the right hemisphere of the brain I love it. And that blend to me of visualization and then and physical action and observation to me runs through all of the exercises in in your book. And it's a it's a powerful way to take, at least as I receive it, to take the reader from just sort of thinking about maybe experiencing the shift sometime later, maybe, and actually bringing them physically into that 90 second or however long it is shift. And that's exactly what I want to do. I want to share this because, Karen, I, it brings me to tears because I have gotten emails from people saying that this is not only life-altering, but life-changing, but this has been life-saving for me. Mm. Now, you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is Donna Blevins. Her new book is Mind Shift on Demand. You can find out more about Donna and her work at mindshiftondemand.com. One of the things at the heart of the book is your story about your path um, and your the stroke that you experienced and your recovery. You made a miraculous recovery. As I was reading the book and kind of, it's written in a very engaging style. And as I was reading the book, I felt like I was kind of going with you. And you had the stroke and you went to the hospital and you could hear them standing over you going, nah, this doesn't look good. And I was like, oh no, how's she going to get out of this? <laughs> Can you share with us the story of what what happened and how you did get out of it? It, it, it was 
it's when you you ask for things. You know, you want to be sure that you craft your questions when you ask the universe for something. You want to be sure that you are careful what you ask for, uh-huh. because I I had what I thought was the final draft of the book, and I stood up from my computer, and I have these three screens hooked to my computer, and my retreat where I write and I'm standing up and I put my hands on my hip I'm looking at it like a like a brat and I said I want proof that my mind shift exercises work and I stomped my foot and in that moment it was like I kick-started this clot this was Halloween of 2013 and when the lightning strike Mm -hmm. hit in my head it was literally blinding lightning strike. It hit the center left part of my brain, which is the, the part of the brain that controls your ability to speak. And when I hit the floor, which, by the way, from the time it hit to I hit the floor, it felt like 20 minutes, but in essence, it was seconds. Because when you have a stroke, time is distorted. I can, I can verify that. Mm. And when I hit the floor, I said, oh, no, be careful what you ask for. And when I was airlifted to the University of Florida Teaching Hospital, when they're saying that, when they're saying she <laughs> will never be able to do this again, I'm going, oh, you know, rather than buy into it, I had this internal remote control just like you have for your television. How many of us have remote controls? Everybody does today. And mine had several buttons, you know, delete, mm-hmm. cancel, clear, you know, <laughs> forward. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. In fact, I want you to make one. Whoever's in the sound of my voice, make it an internal remote control. What? Make it simple. You know, only a few buttons, not like the one you have for your cable TV. <laughs> you know, simple buttons. And I was able to stay detached from it. The the mind shift exercise hmm, isn't that interesting that I just shared with you. I must have done that a hundred times in 24 hours. Because I must admit, when you're in the middle of this, you know, you're, you're going, oh, what's, and they just continually, continually work at detaching from it. And I absolutely had, had a, a fun flight when I was airlifted. <laughs> I mean, I'm smiling. I'm absolutely smiling. I, the only two words I could say, by the way, were Donna and crap. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I'm, I've got this smile on my face. They think I am mentally altered because I'm smiling. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm having fun. I thought, well, why not? I might as well have fun along the way because whatever's happening in your life, if you can find any joy in what's going on, regardless of how dreadful it is, find something that gives you a chuckle. And put a smile on your face, even when you don't mean it, when you put a smile on your face, it literally changes the chemicals in your body. And I spent the next three days in the hospital. I was in the hospital for a solid week, but the next three days, I kept going to myself, where are my words? (laughs) Where did they go? I wanted to write them down, but I couldn't write since it was the left center part of the brain. Uh, it, your body cross wires, and I'm right-handed, and I couldn't write. Uh, I would grab somebody's pen, and I'd try to write, and it looked like squiggles. It was just the most. I'm going, where did that come from? The squiggles. So in my in my head, I decided that I would just make a list of the words that you would want to learn if you're going to a foreign country. I made about a, a list of about a hundred words, and the first word was hello, and I closed my eyes and I went into, you know, just took a breath, said, where are my words? And this 
first flash that I saw was this huge room, long corridor, just long, long, long room, went forever, and there were four-door filing cabinets on each side, and all the drawers were open, and every file in the drawer, every file, all the files, were in a big heap in the middle, and I thought, oh, crap, (laughs) here we go again. I've got to go find my words and refile them, so I started looking for hello, and when I found that file, I picked it up in my mind's eye, and I'm literally moving my hands, by the way. I got my eyes closed, and I'm, you know, see this file, and I'm moving my hands, and because they would come in and they would convince I was mentally mm. <laughs> affected because I was drinking a pitcher of water every hour because I knew that our brain needed more fluid. I knew that my body needed more fluid to heal so that I could be more grounded to Mother Earth. And, and I knew that I needed that water, so I would drink. And, and, and I would press the button and hold up the pitcher, and they would just shrug like, oh, she's doing it again. <laughs> and I found the file. And I opened it up, and there's the word hello. It pops up like a child's book, mm-hmm. that the words pop up. And it was all different fonts, different kinds of characters for the hello. And I went, well, that's, that's cool. And I said, well, what does this sound like? And when I asked that, in the upper right-hand corner of the file folder, a button appeared. I thought, hmm, pushed it, and it said hello. That was my voice. And I said, okay, that's what hello sounds like. I thought, does it sound, is there another way to say hello? Another button appeared. I pressed that one. It said, hello. Huh. Oh, I say it differently. And I said, well, is there another way? I pressed a button. It said, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started toning out. And as I was going through it, I would start toning a syllable. And on day three, which was Sunday morning, because Halloween in that year was on Thursday. On Sunday morning, I thought, okay, I think I'm ready. So I set up in the hospital room, and and uh, with my feet dangling, I'm six feet five inches tall. But my I had they raised the, the the beds, you know, and the feet even dangles there. I love that. Mm. And I pressed the button, and the nurse came in, and she kind of shrugged, and I said, "Hello, my name is Donna Blevins Whitesell. I'd like to talk to you about where I have been and where you think I have been." And she looked at me, and her she stopped. And her eyes got big, and she turned around and ran away. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that didn't come out right. I wonder what it sounded like. <laughs> and during that day, it was, it, was, it was a blessing because there were dozens of groups, groups that came with dozens of people because being a teaching hospital, you know, how they go around with all these residents and interns. And, and uh, several hours later, they would all have to ask to come in, of course, because of the rules in hospitals today. You, just, you can't walk into someone's room. And there was this very tiny man that came. I knew he must have been just starting his internship because he came to the door. And he started saying, uh, 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 and I said, do you stutter? He said, no. <laughs> and I said, would you like to come in? And he said, yes, please. <laughs> so they did, and it was it, it was a wonderful because they're validating that the concept of mind shifting in the moment can be miraculous because that's what they said it was. Now, you wrote this book. Um, is the book that was on your screen when you stomped your foot, was that the book that I, I – it surely wasn't the book that I just read because you must have changed it since then. Was, was that the basis for this book that I just read? 
Yes, it was the basis for the book because the 12 mind shift exercises were there. However, since I am a poker mind shift coach, I had used a lot of poker stories because that's what I've been doing for the past 20 years. And my poker coaching clients told me I had to take the poker stories out. And I said, okay, why? They said, because we use these mind shift exercises in every part of our life. And rather than people thinking that it would only be used at the poker table, it had to do with the poker game, please take those stories out. You can do a poker-specific book later, but recraft the book so it is the foundational book. Mm -hmm. So it was... Uh, about 20% of it was changed. And and the first, of course, the first chapter was changed because it was about the stroke. Right. So as listeners go and take a look at this, and I would guide you guys, go check out this book. As they come and take a look at this, what do you want them to experience? What do you know that this can give them? What I want them to experience is, is, is that oftentimes when people get books, they'll read a little bit and then they'll never get back to it. Have you ever heard of that happening? Uh, mm, no, not me, never, not me, but others <laughs> others do, sure. What I want you to do, anyone who gets the book, is if they are a speed reader and want to read through it fast, that's okay. Go ahead and do that and read through it. But what I would like people to do is read one chapter a day. It's 12 exercises, 15 total chapters. It'll take two weeks to read the book. It's, it's short, it's fun, it's easy to read because when you ask your mind, your subconscious mind to learn something in mass, everything at once, it's going, ah, ah. you know, you're, you're treating your subconscious mind like a, you know, that's it, hyperactive and it's going, you're giving me too much to absorb. You want to do one chapter at a time. And I have found that that is a beautiful way to go through the book because it takes 40 days to create any habit Mm -hmm. and starting to do mind shifting work needs to be done easily slowly lovingly you have to love yourself because I want anyone who hears my voice to know Karen that they are perfect just the way they are Mm. Now, I know we only have a few minutes left together, just about three minutes left together. Can you tell us about how listeners can connect with you and can find out more about your work? You've got good resources on your website as well that they can access right away, right? The the MindShift On Demand site, the book site, MindShiftOnDemand.com, is a simple site. Because what I wanted to do is I wanted to make connecting with me simple just like the mind shift exercises. All people have to do is to opt in for a four-minute version of the mind shift exercise I just shared with you. And then they'll get an audio recording of it, download it, take it with them. But I'm going to be notifying those people who opt in about the courses because I've been told, please take this mind shift exercise and turn it into a mini course. You know, Make a course out of that. And I'm creating a master class. I'm going to be walking people through a 40-day program, six-week program, because it takes 40 days to create any habit and to learn to get into the habit of creating habits. And it only has to be done 10 minutes a day. And that's what I want anyone to say, ask themselves, am I worth 10 minutes a day? Mm. And that's part of, I think, one of the 
greatest tools for healing and for change in our life is understanding when we need help and asking for help. And so whether that's working with a coach or a mentor or a guide or a teacher or even sitting and asking for help, right? Taking a look as you do in the book, you take a look at that gear shift next to you and Mm -hmm. ask for the strength to shift up to the next level. That ability to ask for help is incredibly powerful. And it sounds like from you as you're sharing your story that it has changed your life. There have been so many life-changing experiences over my life that many have been called as a traumatic experience. Many have been called, uh, many have, many people would call them abusive experiences. And I want to tell you that they've been all been learning experiences throughout my life. And I can look back on them now and give thanks for them because, Karen, I am where I am today and who I am. And I love me. Mm-hmm. Donna, thank you for being on the program today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Karen. That is Donna Blevins. Her new book is Mind Shift On Demand. And if you go to mindshiftondemand.com, you can find out more about Donna and her work. You can also find out how to get that four-minute audio that has that signature mind shift exercise that Donna shared with us on the show. So that's at mindshiftondemand.com. You can also go over to karenhager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me if you are so inclined. And I would invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. I would love to include you in the monthly Uh, online guided meditation calls, 15 minutes of guided meditation on the first Sunday of every month. We invite people from around the world to join us in focusing on peace in our heart and peace in the world, because what Donna says is true. Where we put our attention, that's what we empower. And so if you'd like to be part of that circle, that's all free. No selling, no yelling, no nonsense. That's all free. That's at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.